0: What happens after the show, you ask? Well, after breakfast with Mark Elliott. After the show on Monday, we had a chance to talk to Joshua Davis, performing at Interlock, and this coming weekend, we'll have cuts of this on the breakfast show on Tuesday morning the 16th, but here's the entire interview. He was fascinating to talk to. So the obvious question that probably gets asked all the time, what's the, what do you remember the most? What brings back the voice for you in terms of what memorable event was, you know, that just was such a, I mean, it was such an overwhelming thing. What do you, what do you, what'd you take out of it?
1: Yeah, it was, I think overwhelming is the the right word. Um, I mean, you know, I, I take away what I can from it. I, I think that, the incredible support, you know, especially here in Michigan, was was just like, uh, you know, just blew me away. Um, coming back home for that concert at the, uh, in Traverse City was was incredible. Um, but the, the whole experience, you know, I, I learned a lot. I met a lot of really wonderful people. Um, made a lot of friends I probably wouldn't have made otherwise. And and um, you know, got a glimpse of the kind of uh, inside of 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 that whole end of the industry, which is not not really my cup of tea necessarily, you know, <laughs> I'm definitely more of a grassroots kind of person. So, um, but it was, it was a great learning experience.
0: It was one of those, you got to see what the prize was and all of a sudden it didn't look as good.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a definitely good way to put it.
0: Big show at interlocking coming this weekend. Um, what can people expect?
1: Oh, you know, um, I think especially now, you know, I, I don't, uh, since the pandemic, I don't I don't play as much as I used to. Um, I don't play concerts as much as I used to. And so every concert to me is a really special occasion, especially this one. Um, you know, being up here in uh, northern Michigan and and at um it's going to be a, a really special night. I've got an incredible band coming with me, um, some really great singers. Um, there's going to be a lot of storytelling along with the songs, a lot of audience interaction, and and um, I kind of call it off the cuff a lot of times, kind of make it. Um, make each concert its own unique thing, and and, uh, it's gonna be a really fun night.
0: When will you do the set list?
1: Oh, uh, if there is a set list, um, (laughs) it usually gets gets edited, um, like there's all sorts of audibles on stage. So I tend to, if I'm just playing solo especially, which I'm not doing, but if I play solo, I never write set lists, I just kind of go by ear. I, I like to feel, what the room feels like and kind of make decisions as it, as it, as it goes. Um, and sometimes I'll, I'll play, you know, I'll switch to a totally different song in the middle of one song and I'll, I'll, you know, tell a story, um, in the middle of a song or, you know, so it, it, it varies, but, uh, but I'll probably write, you know, write a song list, uh, the day of, and, and then we'll see where it goes from there.
0: There are two songs I want to bring up one from the voice and, and one that I saw recently, the sure. Leonard Cohen song is is just one of my all time favorites. Um, yeah, and it's it's not an easy song to sing. Mm-hmm. And, and no, you're and right. You did a knockout job with it, and the lyrics are so intense. I mean, that just yeah. seems like a song that's a big challenge to take on.
1: It is I any mean, Leonard Cohen piece. I mean, he's he's one of the the great writers of our of our. Of our time you know um and uh all of his material is absolutely incredible his, his poetry is great his, his his songs are amazing and and um i don't think there's somebody that can there's not very many other people maybe besides Joni mitchell that can that can kind of like walk the line between poetry and and song as well as as he did um and yeah that song is really um it's really kind of dark and um Uh, you know really heavy Um, and I think a lot of people give it this kind of uh, very joyful light rendition Um, and that's not really the essence of the song I don't think I think it's a very kind of um, you know it's 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 kind of sad and and um, there is like a light in the darkness there but it's it's very kind of broken down kind of song so that's 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 how you know i when i when i'm singing a song out i'm trying to to tell its story and that's that's the whole idea and so that's you know it's incredible material to work with
0: it is it is a, it's an incredible song and i have heard a number of different versions of it but i really enjoyed yours and and Thank you. you know it's 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 just a tough song the other tough song that i'm having trouble with and it's only me personally and I'm sure you went the same part of it writing. It was Paper Boats. Quick interruption here. Paper Boats is a song I heard Joshua sing on his Facebook page. He posted it on Father's Day. It was about his dad who he lost four years ago. Here's a little clip. I lost my dad um, two years ago.
1: Oh, you did! I'm and, so sorry um,
0: for your loss. Well, I'm sorry for your loss as well. And and doing that on on Father's Day on Facebook must have been mm-hmm. it must have been uh, pretty tough.
1: Yeah, I lost my dad four years ago. Um, well, it's going to be five years uh, come December, and um, you know the the pain has lessened some, but um, but the grief is certainly still there. and, and I think that I wrote that song. Um, because I, I know that there's a lot of people like yourself that have have shared this experience with me of, of losing somebody who's that foundational to their to their kind of you know their childhood and their being um, and he was my rock and uh, and you know it's it's even hard to talk about it now um, but um, I think that we need you know the, we need the arts to kind of like well, that's what songs are good for you know they they touch on things that that maybe we can't necessarily um, get to all the way, um, ourselves. And so, um, it's form of therapy for me, but hopefully it will resonate, you know, with other people like it, like it has with you. And, um, I really appreciate you bringing that up.
0: It, uh, it, uh, is a pretty, uh, it was a pretty phenomenal song. So what's next after this, what's next after interlocking this week?
1: Oh man, you know, um, well, uh, the school year gets started. So I, I took a job once the, once the pandemic hit, I took a job teaching at interlocking. um, all the gigs dried up and this opportunity kind of opened its doors to me to teach songwriting interlock. And so that's what I've been doing. It's my, I, I tell people that I'm coming, I've come out of retirement, um, at, at 44. And, uh, it's my first full-time gig and it's, it's a great gig. I love, I love teaching at the Academy and, and, uh, this year I do camp for the first time. So I'll be focused on that. Um, we've got a lot of birthdays in the family here. My, my youngest is turning, um, is turning two and my oldest is turning 17. So we've got a lot of that family stuff going on and, uh, and I'm going to be playing some shows. Um, not, not a ton. Um, and kind of working on a new EP, maybe recording in the, in the winter. How do you
0: teach songwriting? What's the, (laughs) I mean, that just seems, it just seems something you know how to do or don't know how to do. I, I, you know, maybe I'm looking at it wrong.
1: It's, well, there's, a, there's definitely like some, some talents that go along with it, but I think that all of it is really skill-based. Um, all of it is just work that you do and, you know, music that you listen to. And, um, you know, uh, we have kids that are, I mean, fortunately, we have kids that come to us um, at and that are incredibly talented already. And so for me, what I try to do is I just try to um, help their voices to kind of evolve, to help them find their own voice. Without coloring it with any of mine or too much of my own um and so you know we work on i mean i work on we take a look at the at the at the you know um the lineage the great lineage of songwriters we, we we look at Leonard Cohen, we look at Joni Mitchell, you know we look at uh, Nina Simone, we look at all these great songwriters and and um and we kind of break apart and examine what they do and and we we talk about music theory and we talk about you know um getting wider vocabulary on on their own instruments um but yeah it's just about it's about finding what they want to say as creatives and how they want to live and um it's it's incredible i just talk about songs all day long it's a great gig the best suggestions
0: i've gotten from finding new artists and new music to listen to is from musicians who are you listening to these days
1: oh man uh that's a great question. Um, I've been listening to um a lot of uh man, a lot of stuff. Um I I kind of brought it back to um there's this guy Corey Harris who's this blues man that I that I really um adore. Uh I've listened to a lot of Tenariwan, which is a um a Great Saharan Desert group. Um I listened to somebody uh who goes as Joan as policewoman um she's a great uh pop new pop artist um st vincent is somebody else who i listen to a ton i get great suggestions from my um my students as well there's a ton of um a a band called big thief is is a band that that they turned me on to that that i've been listening to a bunch lately and and then i also you know i listen to a bunch of the classic stuff um uh, i've been listening to a ton of jackson brown lately um a ton of Joni Mitchell, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of jazz, um, a lot of Nina Simone. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty wide variety of stuff.
0: Do you go through phases as far as genres go or, or do you just kind of bounce around?
1: I go through artist phases. I'll sit, I'll sit with an artist and just listen to them a ton, um, you know, uh, for a while. Um, you know, and I've gone through, I mean, in my, you know, in my upbringing as a, as a songwriter, I mean, I, I can't, like, I've been heavily influenced by Paul Simon, heavily influenced by Bruce Springsteen, um, heavily influenced by Joni Mitchell, um, and the Beatles, um, and those are artists that I always kind of come back to, Elton John, that I always kind of come back to and, um, and, you know, really, really dig into, um, you know, John Hartford, um. These are, yeah, these are artists that I, I always kind of come back to do like comfort food in a way. Um, John Hartford, unappreciated. Music. Oh yeah. Totally just,
0: unappreciated.
1: Yes. Yes. I agree. He's one of the, one of the greatest performers and songwriters, um, you know, of our time i I got to see him before he passed away a few times and it was, it was always incredible.
0: Joshua, thanks so much. I got plenty of stuff. We'll use it on the air this week. I know we're giving away tickets to the show. I wish you the best of luck uh, on the, this weekend and uh, break a leg.
1: Thanks, Mark. I really appreciate this awful interview. This is great.
0: No worries. Have a great day. Thanks. All
1: right. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Joshua Davis, if you're listening to this before August the 20th, he's at Interlochen for a show that night. He says he's bringing a lot of his favorite musician friends, and they're going to put on a heck of a show. Uh, this is the After Breakfast Podcast. Thanks for listening.